It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Well, good afternoon, and thanks for listening to Radio Talking Book Services Community Conversation. Today, we have some folks in from the Intercultural Senior Center. We have Marina Rosado and Fab- Fabian Ayala in. Welcome. How are you two doing? We're doing good. great. Thank good. you. Good. So I'm so glad. Well, good. Well, before we get too far into the center, tell us a little bit about yourselves, like your background, where you're from, and how you came to be in your positions. Okay, ladies first, Fabian. So my name is Marina Rosado. Cami, like you said, I was born and raised in uh, Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bachelor in journalism, and I also had a bachelor in fine arts. And thanks to those uh, studies, I ended having some uh, scholarships. And I came to United States to uh, study in Indiana. And after that, I hope I had uh, different opportunities and I ended working here in Omaha, Nebraska, mostly in uh, media. And uh, right now I've been the outreach and programs uh, manager for the Intercultural Senior Center since two months ago. So wow. I'm very happy and I feel blessed for this opportunity, but I'm also combining my studies, like uh, doing news here Mm -hmm. and there, mostly on on media and in other uh, different outlets. Right. Well, we're very glad you're here in Omaha. Fabian, what's your story? Yes, of course. Mine might not be as interested as uh, Marina, but um, my name is Fabian. I was born in Sinaloa, Mexico and um was raised in columbus nebraska um i went to school in columbus nebraska and moved to omaha about five years ago Mm -hmm. and i've been here at intercultural senior center for a a little over a year now and um my current position is the client service manager um, I have oversight of three different departments, um, which would be like our transportation services, our volunteers, and our interpreters. Wow, oh, you're busy. Very busy, <laughs> both of you. Yes. <laughs> can, well, we, can, I, you tell, can I tell you something? Yes. Uh, even if Fabian is, uh, well, really young, and he uh, spent most part of his studies back in Columbus, uh-huh. We have friends in common. Really? So can you believe it? It's a small uh-huh. world. We're all yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. And it is a small world, isn't it? It really yeah. is. Well, tell us about the center. I love what you guys do. Tell us about your organization and what you do. Well, the ISC is a nonprofit organization and is uh, dedicated to helping adults ages 50 years old and up, mm-hmm. and uh, to live the, the, their best possible lives. We help uh, creating opportunities for them to embrace and to enhance this mm-hmm. community. My position right now, as I mentioned before, is, uh, the, is doing outreach. Mm-hmm. That means that I go out and look for other agencies where they would like to establish a collaboration 
And mm -hmm. I also try to get as many uh, uh, volunteers as I can, not just uh, to come to the center and to help us on a daily basis with different mm -hmm. tasks, but also volunteers who would like to teach any of our classes. So my main goal is to spread the word about our services, about our programs, and everywhere I go, I uh, invite, obviously, the seniors to come over and to be part of this community. Mm -hmm. But um, it's been it's been quite a, a, a challenge because uh, when we talk about seniors, we always think like, oh, I have to be 60 years old and that's not for me. But here, as I mentioned, uh, is uh, for uh, people who are 50 years old and up. So that means that we are serving a younger community yes. and bring us more possibilities. So we're talking about seniors who might be retired or not and would mm -hmm. like to come to the center sure. uh, and spend some days over here. Very good. So what what is the history of the center and why was it created and when did it start up? Well. Um, it was the dream of our executive director, Carolina Padilla. Mm -hmm. She saw the need in our community um, and she started uh, the program mostly for Hispanic families. Okay. But as you know, Cami, uh, Nebraska is uh, embracing a big community of refugees. Yes. And um, Carolina was aware of those needs. So little by little, this this is in, back in 2009, but uh -huh. little by, by little, we were having seniors from all over the world. Right. So right now we are serving both communities, the refugee community and the immigrant community. And that means we're serving uh, seniors who are coming from countries uh, where they can speak Languages like, uh, for example, French, Karin, mm -hmm. uh, Karini, obviously Spanish, right. and even Chinese, Mandarin. Wow. wow, I love that. So besides, can you tell us the difference between refugees and immigrants? I'm not sure a lot of people really understand the difference of that. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of complicated because... It's involving different aspects of our society, but I just want to say that, for example, uh, the immigrant community that we serve are those uh, uh, seniors who are coming here. Uh, I think that at the end, all of them are, are here in this country looking for a better better life. Sure. An immigrant, uh, the, 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 the immigrant community is a little bit different because is not necessary a legal community. Right. That okay. means that they might be seniors, for example, coming from Mexico mm -hmm. who came uh, looking for uh, better uh, opportunities in terms of like health or some other services, but who might not be American citizens. Got it. Okay. And who might not be able to apply for a green card or some other documents. But the refugee community, it's coming to this uh, country under different circumstances. Right, okay. They are looking for 
uh, asylum. And mm -hmm. they, that means that they, they might be under, uh, a different umbrella where they can have access to those documents, where they can come over here and get help to find a house, to find, um, medical services and to find a green card. Ah, got it. Okay. That makes complete sense. So I don't know. You both have been in America now for a while. I feel like in our country, we just do not take care of our elders, but I feel like everybody else around us and all the other countries do. What is that about? I mean, it's such an American thing. We put our old folks into homes and that's it. I think that's horrible, but I feel like all the other countries really revere their elders. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Well, in, in my case, coming from, from Mexico, uh, we always want to have our elders living with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no way that we can conceive our lives without, without our uh, grandpas or grandmas uh, in the house. They, right. they, they are part of our uh, celebrations. They are part of our festivities. They have to be involved, even if they are like, I don't know, 70, 80 years old. We, mm -hmm. we don't use to send them out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know what is your experience, Fabian, but it will be almost the same. Yes. It, it, I think it would be the same as well. I think with my family, we're very, we're, we're very united. We're very close. Um, something that my dad always said was no matter what happens, family is family mm -hmm. and you have to do whatever it takes for family to stay together. I love that. I wish we Americans felt that way. Maybe in time. In the meantime, this is a great example of how you do take care of your elders at the center. I, Marina, I had the best tour with you. I was just so impressed with all that you offer. It is a bright, welcoming space. And there were so many people there. I mean, every room was full. And I just love that. So tell us what a typical day looks like for a senior at the center. It's a really vibrant place. But I, I think that Fabian can, can explain you a little bit more because uh, sometimes he is the one bringing the seniors. I mean, he has a big role because he's uh, the senior services manager. But sometimes when one of the drivers are, um, is calling because he's sick or something. He has to take that hat and he has to be the driver who goes uh, to South Omaha and has to pick up every single senior in that area and bring those seniors to the center. Yeah. So a little bit about what the day is here. It's very busy. We have people all over the places. Normally what happens in the morning is that our seniors will will come into our building and utilize our system to register for the day. Whenever they're registering, they're selecting what activities, what uh, they're willing to participate for the day. Um, in the morning, we provide them a, a light breakfast. So they're in there uh, eating breakfast. We are also providing an exercise class for them. So whenever they're done with their breakfast, they go and participate um, in the exercise that is provided for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and then throughout the day, they are just participating in those activities that they signed up for the day, whether it's um, English classes, um, the citizenship class that we provide here. Um, and then after they are done with their, um, morning classes or activities, then they have a lunch. Right. Um, after lunch, it would be kind of the same, um, 
I would say the same as the morning. Um, the classes are a little more informal. They're more, um, I would say like the crochet, our game, our game room, or uh, once in a while we'll have a bingo or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how our, how our day runs here. That is awesome. So a lot of different things that they can choose from. And I love that you keep them moving. You keep them using their brains, which is so important. What are some of the most attended classes or activities? What are the ones that everybody just loves? I think that one of our most attended uh, classes would be our English class. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the reason why we have so many levels of English classes here. Um, We come from we would have basic English, uh, English conversation. Uh, we have tutoring for English, um, a lot, a lot of English classes. But can you remember that some of our seniors are still uh, learning how to write and how to read? Right. So that's also a very, very important class for us. I love that. Yeah, it really is, right? Here in America, absolutely. So when I was there, Besides seeing all the people, I mean, everybody seemed really happy. Everybody, it was a well-lit place. Everybody was happy. They seemed glad to be there. And I, I love that because that's half the battle, right? Is you want to be there. So I was fortunate enough, uh, Marina, you showed me some of the pantries and I love that you had one for clothes and hygiene products, food, and then you even had one for the pets. I mean, what? I love that so much. So where do you get all of these donations? Are they from folks or do you actively seek them out or how does that work? So we, um, for the, um, for the food pantry, we work a lot with local community gardens, um, other organizations that help with like emergency, uh, food resources. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's times where we will go out and purchase the food to give out to our seniors. Um, we have a partnership with the Humane Society. We've been working with them for about two years now. Awesome. Um, and we get uh, donations for clothing. That's And that's kind of where um, we get all of our, our supply. And the day when you came, we were not completely ready with our uh, garden. But now we have our uh, garden ready and we get some produce. Also yes. from uh, our own gardens. Mm-hmm. Yes, our race for mm-hmm. I love that. So is it culturally appropriate food then that's been planted? Uh, we try. We try yeah. to do our best in uh, in uh, that sense. And like, for example, last, last week, they have a lot of cilantro. Ooh, yummy. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. And gardening is great for anybody, right? Get out there in the it's sun. A lot of work. Yes, yes. We garden. have seniors out there every single day, midday, whether they're watering the gardens, whether they're picking um, the vegetables that they are desiring for the day. So it's something that our seniors really enjoy doing too. And it's something that also involves the 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 community mm-hmm. because for big projects like that, we always um get some help we always have volunteers mm-hmm. who are coming and either um i don't know maybe like moving the the raised beds and and helping us with the soil like like we did mm-hmm. um so it's it's not just our seniors doing everything here with the staff it's the whole community helping mm-hmm. the seniors to have a better life I love that. And that they deserve it. They've been around forever. The least we could do is give them a great half of their last life, right? 
Yes. So, Fabian, question for you on the transportation. Marina was telling me that there is a lot of people to pick up. So how does your how does this all work? So do you have does everybody get picked up or some people dropped off or they can drive there themselves? So how does that all work? So I can tell you that 95 percent of our seniors are utilizing our transportation services. Wow. Um, a little bit of how that works is we currently have five drivers mm-hmm. and each driver is servicing a different area in Omaha. Okay. Um, we, I could say that we are servicing all of Omaha area except the Chalco and Millard, Millard area. Okay. And that's something that I'm currently working on opening a route for them. Um, okay. We are seeing a need out there. So uh, it would be best for us to bring those seniors out here that are in need. Um, on average, this month we have 160 participants utilizing our transportation. Um, and that kind of consists in our drivers uh, picking up each senior door to door. Um, It takes a lot of time to do the routes for each area. So we have um, a driver for our north area, northwest, south, Bellevue, Ralston, Papillion. We are currently going to Elkhorn as well twice a week. Um, We had some refugees from uh, Ukraine that we saw the need and we made that expectation to go for them twice a week to Elkhorn. Very good. Tammy, uh, what Fabian does every day, Monday to Friday, is really amazing. Because, no, seriously, he's not just coordinating each uh, driver and being aware of some of the challenges in terms of like maybe construction, weather, how well are our vehicles uh, or anything like it is that he needs to be in close contact with uh, Diana, mm-hmm. Diana Pinson, mm-hmm. uh, the head person of nutrition, nutrition services, because she needs to know in advance mm-hmm. how many people are we expecting here in the center for lunch, for breakfast and lunch. But mostly what, what is going to be a big challenge is the lunch time. So mm-hmm. for breakfast, our pantry will have enough to supply some uh, coffee, maybe juice, snacks, mm-hmm. bread, sweets. But for breakfast, she really needs to know how many uh, are coming and uh, if they have a special diet, res- restrictions. diet restrictions, just to make the order for the restaurant preparing the lunch. Wow, that is a lot, Fabian. Mm-hmm. I bet your days fly by. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you wear so many hats. So yeah. speaking of lunch, Marina showed me the menu on the wall, and I would like to come for lunch every single day. So tell us how lunch works. I mean, where do you get the food? It looks amazingly delicious. So we um, order our meals every single day from a, a restaurant in South Omaha called El Chango. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Marina was mentioning, we place orders every single day for our seniors that are attending our center um, right at 930 in the morning for them to be here at 11, 11 a.m. sharp. Wow. Um, so that is who we go through for our meal program. That's amazing. So you pick up the people, you bring them there, you keep their minds, your spirits, everything going, you feed them. 
I mean, I'm old enough to be a part of this program. It sounds, it looks like so much fun. It looks like a great way to spend the day. Now, I know besides all the fun stuff, you also do some case management and whatnot. What all does that entail? Yeah, so we do have a case management team that connects every participant that comes into the door. Um, and they advocate for our seniors. They provide guidance and resources for them. If a senior needs a letter read, they will read that letter to them. And so they can understand what that letter is. They will help our seniors apply for any assistance that is out there that they may not know they're, they're capable to apply for. So they are there, like I said, to advocate for our seniors and provide them all the resources that we have. They coordinate their medical appointments. And that's also another part uh, where where Fabian is uh, really involved because he needs to have drivers available to take oh. our seniors with our, with uh, maybe some interpreters if they need and to take them to their clinics or to rehabilitation or anything that they might have to do and then to pick up their medicine and then to come back to the center. I did not know you did that as well. That is amazing. I mean, this is really kind of a one-stop shop. I love it. I mean, I can't think of anything that you're not doing. I mean, it's like all covered, right? So I have to ask because COVID was so awful for all of us. I mean, I'm glad that the center, is it back up to running to full capacity? And how did it affect things? Did you guys have to shut down? So when COVID started, everything kind of shifted remotely. Um, We saw that there was still a need out there Mm -hmm. and we could not leave our seniors by by themselves. So we started doing digital classes. We started um, having instructors or our staff record a class, upload it on YouTube. Um, We started doing digital support groups. And that's when we really started doing those pantry deliveries and those meal deliveries door to door. Oh, I love that. So you did not let anybody fall through the cracks. You just kept on keeping on. That is that is correct. And and Carolina was uh, kind and smart and always thinking about the staff in terms that uh, she didn't want to send anybody home, you know? Yeah. So that's that's why also the the center was still uh, open during those really really difficult years because she wanted everybody to to feel safe, including uh, the ones working in the center. I bet that's that's amazing. I just I really cannot say enough good about the center. And I just, I'm glad that we're doing this. This is a statewide interview. And it's just, it's one of those things that I think more people really need to know about. So we got about five minutes left. And I know that you have a big car wash coming up. I have a very dirty Jeep. So tell me more about the car wash and when is it and how can we participate? Yes, of course. So our car wash, this is going to be our first car wash that we've ever done. Oh, okay. It's going to be on June 23rd. Um, And that is going to be operating from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is going to be a um, a free will donation. Um, And the way that you guys can help us is by promoting, telling friends, families, um, your coworkers. And we are always, always open for in-kind donations. Awesome. So June 23rd, I don't have a calendar in front of me. Is that a Friday? Friday. Oh, good. I like that. And then you also have, is this your annual event that you have in August? Your annual fundraiser? Yes, that is our um, World Bash. Um, Our World 
World Bash is our biggest fundraiser. We have a lot of live music, a lot of food, drinks. It is a great opportunity for agencies to come out and meet us, learn about the organization, learn about what we do. And it's also a good networking area for other organizations to meet other agencies. Perfect. And when is this and where is it? It's going to be here in the center and it's going to be in August the 20, the 25th. 25th. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let oh, no, me... you're fine. It's a couple months away. But um, yeah, in, it's going to be mostly during the during the evening from okay. 5 till 8. Perfect. Love it. So that's two big things that we can all participate in to help you out. And I cannot, I'm serious. I just love the center. I think about it a lot. And I just think how lucky you two are to work there, right? Do you oh, love yeah. it? Yes, yes. I, I mean, love, love helping the senior population. It's, yeah. it's Thursday. So it's Thursday, August the 24th from okay. 5 till 8 here at the center. Okay. Now the car wash is at the center too, right? Yes. Right. Yes. So what is your address? 5545 Center Street. Okay. And it's on the south side. And is it directly south of ACE? Is that what's across the street from you? Yes, Yes, that is correct. Okay. So you can show up there at 5545 Center on June 23rd. It's a Friday. What a good way to start the week and get your car washed. Free will donation. I mean, my Jeep is dirty, so I'm going to have to bring some cash. Please. And then we've got the bash in August. So that's exciting. And again, you guys do some amazing work. And I feel like we are so lucky here to have you all. I mean, really, thank you for the work that you do. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the word about the center and to invite not just the seniors who are going to be listening uh, to your show, but also anybody who would like to help us as a volunteer, maybe a few hours during the week or Anybody who would like to be one of our instructors, maybe you haven't um, think about it, but you would like to share some of your skills. Maybe you do some, I don't know, art, fun activities. Just just come and let us know what would you like to give back? Right, exactly. And there's so many ways you can do this here. Is there anything you really need, like anything in the pantry or any instructors that you really need to get in there? Yes, I would say instructors, we I think right now everybody is um, looking for a lot of volunteer opportunities or volunteers. I'm sorry. And we are in need of a lot of instructors for our classes. Okay, perfect. Now, what's a good website that folks can check out more information on you? Yes, that would be interculturalseniorcenter.org. And you can also find the volunteer application on our website. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. And then what about a phone number if somebody wants to give you a call? Yes, that would be 402-444-6529. Okay, perfect. And you can ask for Fabian? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just want to make Marina. Marina. I just feel like this guy, though, man, he's got a lot of hats on. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, so once again, June 23rd, get your cars washed. Intercultural Senior Center, not only do you get to walk away with a shiny car, you get to do something good and help out the elders here. So again, thank you so much for being on the show. I just love what you do and we're going to have you back. And if you have anything else that you ever need to share, you just let me know. 
Thank All you right. so much. Yeah, thank you thank for you. the opportunity. Marina and Fabian from the Intercultural Senior Center, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you check out what they do. And thanks a lot for listening to Radio Talking Book Service. Gracias. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.